Quality Time ESL presents Your English Number 23, The Iceberg Project, Part 1. Hi, I'm Marianne. My goal is to help my listeners improve their spoken English. This episode is about a project to bring drinking water to some of the world's driest regions. It was first elaborated several decades ago and involved moving icebergs from Antarctica to Saudi Arabia. The project sparked much interest but was never carried out. Environmentalists opposed the project as Antarctica was supposed to be an international zone used only for research and not for any industrial exploitation. They claimed that the vast transfer of icebergs would be detrimental to the global climate. Moreover, the project was not considered viable as transporting icebergs could be both too dangerous and too expensive. Today we have heard about a new project to provide fresh water for the inhabitants of the Canary Islands by towing icebergs from Greenland. Finding drinking water for certain areas of the globe is a continual problem and thus a timeless topic of discussion. Listen to the first part here and do the listen and repeat. At the end, take down the questions to answer or think about. Part 2 is in podcast number 24. You can find links to videos about the recent Ice Dream project on our website. When the iceberg arrives. When the iceberg arrives, there will be drinking water for hundreds of thousands of people. That was the statement made by Paul-Emile Victor the famous French polar explorer, and he was right. He had devised a plan to provide the citizens of Saudi Arabia with fresh water. The idea was to transport an iceberg from Antarctica to the Middle East. Of course, towing an iceberg over such a long distance would be both dangerous and expensive, but it would be worth the effort, said the Frenchman. As everyone knows, drilling for water in Saudi Arabia is far more expensive than drilling for oil. Furthermore, the biggest icebergs can reach a height of 120 meters above the water, the equivalent of a 40-story building, and they are often several kilometers long. One single large iceberg could provide enough water for all the needs of a big city over a whole year. One mustn't forget that only one-seventh to one-tenth of an iceberg is above the surface of the sea. All the rest, in other words at least six-sevenths, of the iceberg's total mass is underneath. Why go all the way to Antarctica to get drinking water? The answer is simple. Icebergs are formed when ice breaks off from glaciers on the edge of the Antarctic continent. This ice is in fact compacted snow that fell from the sky in the form of precipitation many, many years ago. It is not frozen seawater, as is the case of the Arctic Sea. It is fresh water that can be used for numerous purposes. One should also bear in mind that 93% of the world's icebergs are to be found in Antarctica. Now listen and repeat. When the iceberg arrives. 
when the iceberg arrives, there will be drinking water for hundreds of thousands of people. That was the statement made by Paul Emil Victor, the famous French polar explorer. And he was right. He had devised a plan to provide the citizens of Saudi Arabia with fresh water. The idea was to transport an iceberg from Antarctica to the Middle East. Of course, towing an iceberg over such a long distance would be both dangerous and expensive. But it would be worth the effort, said the Frenchman. As everyone knows, drilling for water in Saudi Arabia is far more expensive than drilling for oil. Furthermore, the biggest icebergs can reach a height of 120 meters above the water, the equivalent of a 40-story building. And they are often several kilometers long. One single large iceberg could provide enough water for all the needs of a big city over a whole year. One mustn't forget that only one-seventh to one-tenth of an iceberg is above the surface of the sea. All the rest, in other words, at least six-sevenths of the iceberg's total mass is underneath. Why go all the way to Antarctica to get drinking water? The answer is simple. Icebergs are formed when ice breaks off from glaciers.
on the edge of the Antarctic continent. This ice is in fact compacted snow that fell from the sky in the form of precipitation many, many years ago. It is not frozen seawater as is the case of the Arctic Sea. It is fresh water that can be used for numerous purposes. One should also bear in mind that 93% of the world's icebergs are to be found in Antarctica. Questions 1. Does this project sound feasible, i.e. possible, plausible, or practical, and is it ecological? 2. What do you know about Paul-Emile Victor, the famous French polar explorer? 3. What can you tell us about the recent ice stream project which involves towing icebergs from Greenland or parts of Canada to the Canary Islands. That's the end of this episode. We'll be back very soon with the second part of the Iceberg Project and other texts or dialogues for you to listen to, repeat, complete, and or comment on. If you want additional practice, you can try our other series, Quality Time ESL Podcasts and 5-Minute Tops. For more information, go to our website. Thank you all for listening. Bye for now.